hustling really stupid and everybody hates them for it, this is it. I have such sights to show you. You're here, we're here with Ash, Macias, and myself for another episode dripping in horror and holiday joy. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into the housekeeping out of the way. How are you doing this week, Ash? I remember last we left off with you, you were really stressed out. Have you gotten any better in the last week is my big question. Yes, I have. Yes, okay. Deadlines have been met. Deadlines have been met. I am good to go. I might have had a crazy weekend, but yep. you know, I'm recovered. But nice. you made the deadlines. I did. My okay. serotonin levels are back to normal. I am okay. I'm set and ready for this episode. And we record on Tuesday, so that means it took you, what, two or three days from the weekend to get your stuff back up to uh, par? Yeah, not yeah. bad. Not bad. That's not fine. Uh, and Macias, this is your holiday. Are you basking in the glory of Macias' birth? I you know, am. You are? I've been watching as many shitty Christmas movies as I can get my hands on. Okay, and uh, really quick, you have had a bad day with Lowe's. It's been a bad two weeks. Okay, uh, do you have anything you want to say about Lowe's and their treatment of you as a customer and ovens? Um, I don't want to say fuck Lowe's on Edgewood in Atlanta, but because <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the, um, the managers have been cool. Some of the staff is cool. Some of the staff has shit for brains. That's fine. Hey, that makes sense. I don't want to say fuck them as a whole because there are some good people there. But yeah, wow, never order anything via delivery from Lowe's. I know there are other people that have had bad experiences. So, well, if that is not a pointer for anyone listening, uh, maybe uh, shop at Home Depot, which is yeah. in uh, from Atlanta. That's right. And the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, as well as uh, United Atlanta United. Because he doesn't have enough money. He doesn't, but he started as a small startup. I'm just kidding. Okay. How are you, Zach? How am I? Well, my week was fantastic until I went to crank my car on Saturday. And uh, let's just say it sounded like a smoker was trying to cough up some phlegm and had some marbles in its mouth. Whoa. Yeah, it didn't work really well. Uh, I took it to the shop. As I was getting out of the car, I was taking my stuff, you know, headphones, my ID badge. You know, you guys work on it. You, the good people of Stone Mountain Toyota, not to call them out. Yeah, that's where I got my car from. There you go. Well, I, I shut the door behind me, locked it, locked my keys in the door. No. My first experience with them is my keys were blocking their entrance way. Oh. And they were like, they yelled at me because I was walking in somewhere. And uh, yeah, so I had to deal with that. Did they charge you? They charged me $30. Yeah, yep. so I paid $30. They unlocked my car. They moved it. I went and sat at a Chili's in Stone Mountain for about five hours, drinking beer and watching uh, football on mute, college football, which I'm not interested in. On mute. And then I got a phone call that was really great. It was, uh, hey, $1,400 we want to fix your car. So my Saturday ended with a very poor judgment call from Stone Mountain Toyota, who is still working on my car because apparently California can't ship parts on time. Wow. So, you guys have had some like horrible adult experiences yes. this week. But at least I think all of us can agree we don't work in the retail industry right now. And yeah. That's probably Thank the God. worst thing you could be doing. And uh, God bless for anybody that's working in that because it is terrible right now, I'm sure, if you're working at anything in that bless industry. Bless your little heart. That's yeah. right. And that's for servers as well. Servers have the same amount of uh, bad fortune during this time, aside from maybe some large tips from some uh, very generous patrons. That's right. Anyway... Ash, don't you have some Christmas fun for us before we jump into this episode? Yeah, so I kind of yeah. wanted to loosen us up a little bit. Sounds good. And I want to play a quick game of Would You Rather. 
Christmas edition. Perfect. Okay. So, would you rather chug a gallon of eggnog at once or sit on a mall Santa's lap for a whole hour? Uh, is the eggnog alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Whatever you want it to be. Chug the eggnog. Chug the eggnog. Only if it's alcoholic. Mm. It, so if it's not, you're going to sit in the, the lap for an hour? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm, I'm doing chugging the eggnog either way. Okay. Would you rather have it be true that a Christmas tree feels pain and screams when you cut it down or have it be true that Christmas cookies feel pain and scream when you eat them? Oh, my God. Oh, I want to say that I definitely want that tree to feel pain because there's more trees cut down in the country every day. And if we realize what trees felt, then maybe we can get behind global climate change. So you're saying you want to feel the Christmas tree's pain or you you want the cookie to feel pain? I want the tree to feel pain. So once we realize it feels pain, we can, uh, you know, start you know changing our world to make a healthier version of Earth. Fair. I like the logic there, but I don't know. I feel bad for trees. They seem more alive than cookies. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, would you rather never receive another gift from anyone ever again or be forced to give everyone in your family a sex toy as a gift? Your eyes got huge. Oh, sex I'm, toy. Sex toy for sure. I even, wanna... uh, even your like three-year-old nieces okay. and nephews? I don't know. Oh, there's some things that are, you know, loosely. They wouldn't even know. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to say that I want to get them sex toys. I just want to say that I want my parents to feel love again. Yeah, fair. I just want to get presents always. Yeah, I figured that was your response. Would you rather grow a permanent Santa beard or grow permanent reindeer antlers? Reindeer antlers, duh. A uh, Santa beard. I already have it. I'm dealing with it. Ooh, true. Fair. Okay. Um. Would you rather have the elf on the shelf be alive or have Santa in your bedroom watching you sleep at night? Elf on the shelf. Can I request that Santa's always there yes. watching me in the bedroom? Ew, you're a creep. I like the voyeurism of it. But then the, the little fucking elf running around your house, that's fucking terrifying. No, it's cool. What are they going to do? I don't Shout know. Out they to, get into uh, trouble. Scribe of Satan works at Elf, elf on, on the, the shelf. shelf. Yep. Yeah. All right, last one. Would you rather have sex with Santa... Like actual intercourse or give an elf a blowjob. Elf blowjob. Elf blowjob. Have you ever sucked on a, uh, you know, a small hot dog? Not very hard. Yes. You know? What if he's well hung? Uh, a well hung Whatever. elf is probably still only like four or five inches. Damn, that seems like that a bad. lot more work than fucking Santa, though. Uh, okay. Well, you guys feel warmed up. I feel I very warm. Do and this week we're getting warmed up for Chris Peckover's 2016 holiday horror movie called Better Watch Out. Uh, this movie may seem a little similar to you because some of this cast in it. We did cover two of the characters that were what was it the visit, mm. yeah. right? We couldn't think of a better movie to watch to end our holiday season because next week will be Christmas yeah. and we will not be releasing an episode. So we're capping it off with a pretty fresh. Holiday movie, I yeah. have to say. Um, all of that said, Ash, can you uh, kind of introduce us into what's going on in this movie if you haven't watched it? Yeah, so basically it's like uh, in suburbia, USA, a babysitter must protect a 12-year-old boy who, one, seems a little too old to have a babysitter, two, happens to be in love with her from an intruder. 
Uh, quick question. Did you guys have a babysitter at the age of 12? Absolutely not. Never had a babysitter. Neither did I. They left me no. home at like 7. Yeah. Oh, not me. They didn't leave me home until I was like, yeah, 12. I burnt down a microwave in the house once. Burnt down really? a microwave? Not the house, but I at like 7 or 8, like I put a, um, I think it was a Hot Pocket with a there's, plastic thing in there. and it. Ooh. There's no way your dad left you in the house at 7. With the alarm on. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. Whoa. What okay. are you going to do? Spoiler alert. And I mean major spoiler alert to the point that this movie could be ruined for you. Yes. If you haven't watched it, I'm going to be pissed off if you keep listening and you haven't watched it. Okay. Said that. Basically, there's no intruder, just a psycho preteen boy who wants to win over his babysitter by playing the hero. And by psycho, I mean he kills her boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend in front of her. And he kills his best friend's psycho. Yeah. And almost gets away with it. I would consider this obviously a holiday film, but also a psychological horror yeah. with an emphasis on the whole home invasion and survival. I think like your next The Strangers vibe. Yeah, it was like a pseudo, pseudo home invasion. I think more lighthearted than that. And maybe a like bit. a little bit of Home Alone thrown in there yeah. too. And also I'd like to say that this movie is a holiday movie, has better watch out as its title, but I wouldn't necessarily say it relies on being a Christmas movie. Like yeah. this movie could be out of season and it could yeah. be in summer and it could have made the same impact to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah it, it wouldn't have changed the plot at all. Yeah, basically just the layout was all Christmas themes. So. Yeah. Um, you could also categorize it as a killer slash Splasher movie. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a splatter film, but it does have like splatter tendencies, which are, you know, films that often use gore within a story, but the main point of the film not being like torture or gore itself. Yeah. And I was really upset that there wasn't much gore in this movie because they could have done it. Like the paint can to the yes. head, that would have been cool to see. Like I was waiting to see that. Yeah. But, I mean, even though they didn't show it, I loved that they showed his shoes. So yes. That was, like, half, like, congealed half. blood and then, like, the yellow, yellow paint. paint. It looked like ketchup and mustard. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, it definitely has a bit of dark comedy sprinkled with a bit of teen horror film. I don't know. What do you guys think? Am I missing anything? No, no I, think I you don't got think it. so. This is a very expansive genre it style. Is. Well, it's not only holiday, but it also hits on a lot of other points, if you will. Yeah. Um, so the movie was written by both Zach Kahn and director Chris Peckover, so it was co-written. We'll get into a moment, the director. Uh, Zach Kahn uh, is relatively unknown. Couldn't find a lot about him. The only thing I could see that he has also written for Nickelodeon. Ooh. Excellent. Ooh. MTV. Okay. Spike, Cartoon Network, and he was an actor in Joe Dirt 2. Joe mm. Dirt Which I don't think... Uh, I saw Joe Dirt 2. Did you guys see Joe Dirt 2? No. I think I did. Did you oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so maybe you saw him. Aside from that, uh, Zach is a self-described stoner. He's a Chucky fanatic, so he loves the Chucky franchise, which I think is really funny. Um, and his website, which I went to, has countless videos of him putting himself photoshopped or manipulated into these very renowned movies and claiming that he has credits in movies. Cool. So one was uh, Hannibal Lecter's, uh, not the Red Dragon, what's the one before that? Uh, oh, Hannibal. Sounds the Lamb. Oh, the original. Okay. He puts himself in the night vision scene, so it's not uh, Jodie Foster, it's him rooting around the dark, cool. which is kind of funny. I mean, he the guy. He seems like he's got a good personality. He seems like a funny dude. And according to his co writer, um, the actual director, Chris Peckover, Zach's ending to the movie was supposed to be a lot more nihilistic, which 
didn't say what would necessarily happen, but I imagine this means that they all die at the end and the kid gets yeah. away with it. And they didn't go with that. But that's what Zach wanted going on forth. Right. To move on to the other half of the writing process and to the director that I mentioned, let's shift to talking about Chris Peckover. Uh, Peckover's only other major credit is 2010 movie called Undocumented. Have you guys seen that movie? No. I haven't. Never heard of it. I really want to watch it. I hadn't heard of it before this. It's a socio-political horror movie about what migrants go through while crossing the border. Ooh. But Damn. it's also a horror movie. That sounds like some shit we've been wanting yeah. to work on. I know. And it's also a... Uh, the cover is Uncle Sam, and he's, you know, has his hand out, and it's bloody. Damn. It's kind of cool. Um, okay. He even went to the border himself to try to research what people are going through while they're crossing over, and his wife apparently teaches a lot of undocumented teens at the high school where she's a teacher. Well, oh, he well, sounds dude. like a stand-up guy. I know. All that said, Better Watch Out is not as heavy as the first movie. There's no socio-political elements no. in it that I could see, and mm-hmm. the, the first one seemed to ca- tackle a lot more. Uh, in a Reddit AMA and Ask Me Anything, where we got a lot of this information, he listed Gremlins as his favorite Christmas movie and as being a great inspiration for this movie's tone. Did you guys get that at all? I mean, kind of silly, maybe, like yeah. trickstery. It was, but I mean, it's it's not as funny as Gremlins. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um I couldn't find much about the inspiration for this movie or why they wrote it this way, but he did say that he doesn't like being pinned down to one style. And during this AMA, he hinted that he is trying to secure funding to make his own supernatural movie, which he's really super excited about. Mm. So he's like a horror guy, kind of. You know, yeah, undocumented like is a completely different thing. You tackle this holiday thing, and now he's going to a supernatural realm. And while reading the interview, you could tell he's one of us like he yeah. knows his horror movies poltergeist is his favorite horror movie i disagree with that weird but, yeah uh, maybe he grew up in that time or maybe he hasn't watched it in like 20 years but i think he's like a great addition to some of the movies we've been doing recently where they're newer movies with directors are kind of getting a fresh take on horror right yeah. this movie also continued the horror career of some actors and actresses that we've covered before yeah so the leading lady ashley she's played by olivia Dejange. She's Australian, but you would never know it from her accent. I was pretty surprised when I read that. Yeah, she did good. Yeah, in this and Visit. Uh, So again, until you recognize her, she was the big sister in Visit. And speaking of that movie, her little brother in the movie is also in this one, Ed Oxenbold. I fucking love him. I think he took the performance. He was my favorite actor in this movie. He was the best character. Um, did you notice his voice is a little deeper in this? He's older. I know. I, I really paid. I was like, wow, he sounds like, you a, know. A man? A man. Also, there. Me, yeah. me and Ash were talking about this. When he's smoking the joint in the movie, if anyone does work on movie crews, what do kids smoke yeah. when they are in these movies? Because they're not supposed to smoke anything. You can't give them fucking cigarettes. You can't we- give them weed. I'm sure there's something because, like, actors that don't smoke, like, they absolutely don't smoke cigarettes just for a scene. There's yeah, something but- that they do. Did you guys ever go to Eddie's Trick Shop? Yes. They had these, like, fake cigarettes that you could, like, puff on that were, like, just, like, I think, but you would, like, push out and it would make smoke. But then again, I'm also, like, maybe it's just CGI. Or maybe just suck it up and smoke a cigarette or a joint. Maybe he does. Maybe he wanted that weed. We can ask one of our friends. Yeah. Get us props. Good, good. Uh, So Ed Oxenbold, he's also an Aussie, which, again, just cannot tell from that accent. There's a lot of Aussies in this movie. Yeah. Well, it's listed as Australian-American. Yeah. Interesting. It definitely is. Uh, Chris Peckover, he was initially eyeing um, Ed Oxenbold for the role of Luke, but Ed ended up going for the role of the annoying stoner co-conspirator Garrett. Yeah, I think that was a better choice. I don't think the stoner kid could have given the same gravitas. 
to the yeah. role, if you will. He didn't look as innocent. Like he, yeah, he was. I almost think he looked too innocent. Like he, he yeah, looks like the stoner maybe. with the glazed over eyes that couldn't do anything. Like he's yeah. like not this. capable of like thinking that high. No way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about his thing. He just, like, I don't know, probably teenager. He just looks so young. If yeah. I was going to shank someone in the playground, it would definitely be that kid over who got the part. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe they would have. Maybe it's because he has a shaggy stoner haircut yeah. look. I don't know. Maybe just, they would have cut his hair and like given him different clothes. He probably could have done it. Maybe yeah. some contacts. I don't know. Our main boy was fucking perfect. Yes. Yeah. So Luke was played by Levi Miller. Um, actually, quick fact, he and Ed Oxenbold are best friends in real life. Oh, that's fine. So he's also Australian. No, he's not. Oh. Um, or I don't I don't think he is. They're little uh, pen pals. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, cute. So he said, like, Levi Miller said he was kind of, he, like, loved, like, the vibe of Ed Oxenbold and Olivia Dejange on set, like, their chemistry. And he said, like, immediately when he uh, met Ed, like, they just had, like... They're just like instant bros. Like, and to this day, they're still very close friends. So that's pretty cute. cute. Um, I thought he looked familiar, but I couldn't quite place him. He plays Peter Pan in the 2015 movie Pan. Never wow. watched it. I did. It wasn't that great. Whatever. Surprising. He's so fucking cute in this little curly hair. He I, is so cute, but he's also now, psycho. No. What's he look he like? He has like long yeah. uh, Jon Snow hair. What? Yeah, he's handsome. Yeah, is he's, it good? he's like 16, 17 now. It's Ooh. weird. He's ripening. He looks oh a little more God. like a serial killer now to me. I mean, he looked like one in this movie to me. Yeah. That clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the eyes. Like that rage you can't control. You can't teach that glint. You no. Know? Um, he's also in A Wrinkle in Time too, but I didn't see that either. Nope. No, thanks. Uh, Luke's parents were played by Patrick Warburton and Virginia Madsen. Uh, Warburton is most known for his role as Putty on Seinfeld. Yep. And he also plays Lemony Snicket on the Netflix series, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Okay, that's where he's from. Yeah. I didn't recognize him from anything. Uh, his voice is so distinct, too. Oh, really? I thought he was the American Dad guy. He is. He is something on American Dad, but I didn't write it down what the credit was. He's like the main dad on American is Dad. He? he does sound like yeah. it, if anything. Okay. And I mentioned something that the director said during the AMA. What? Says, I won't say who, but near the end of the shoot, someone with a really important job threw a temper tantrum, screaming in front of the cast, crew, and everybody about how many awards they'd won and how much more experience they had than me and how much of an idiot I was when I asked them to change something. It was too late to fire him, but in hindsight, I wish I had much sooner. He'd been bullying crew members for the whole shoot, just making so many people miserable for the entire production. I learned a big lesson that day. If someone's giving you early signs that they're a bad apple, let them go. Okay, let's look up the cast and crew and see who on there I mean, has a bunch of awards. who else could it have been? Like, he's, like, There's the only, only one that's, like, the most notable. There was, like, six males or seven males. Unless you're talking about someone who was famous that was behind the camera. I don't yeah. know who else would not been able to be released. Could have been someone behind the camera. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Potentially. I mean, I'm not saying it's that guy. I'm just saying that's where my eyes went first yeah. is the yeah. dad in the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. The mom was funny as shit. Yeah, she was great. So uh, Virginia Madsen has been in a lot as well, but I'm just going to tell you the horror movie she's been in. Um, she's played in the number 23, Candyman and The Haunting in Connecticut. Weird. Mm. And do you guys remember the ex-boyfriend, Jeremy, the one that gets strung up and hung? Yep. Uh, so he's played by Dacre Montgomery. Uh, Dacre also plays the asshole big brother Billy in Stranger Things season two. And guess what? He's also an Aussie. And a super sweet human being. You've met him, right? Yes. He is a very nice man. It was really funny seeing him like play such a douchebag in this movie. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of um, douchebags, like his role in Stranger Things, and I guess in this too... 
He apparently used to be really fat in high school and got made fun of a lot. So like Maybe he drew that's a lot why of. He's so sweet. I think so, and like I think he gets a lot of like he draws a lot of inspiration at least for that role in Stranger Things too, uh, from being bullied like for his personal experiences. Oh, so he like knows what people did to him, yeah. and he can recycle that to uh, put it back out. Yeah, yeah, he's quoted a lot of times as saying like I used to be fat, I was very pudgy, like Aww. I was. I'm like, oh poor kid. I'm excited to see where he goes. Yeah, he's. Um, I'm glad I've only seen him from afar, like walked past him, be like, oh my god, that's him, <laughs> but yeah. I've never talked to him. Um, can you guys remind me who was the dad again? Patrick something? Patrick Warburton. Um, I was reading that he brought all of those ornaments with him, and he has a fascination with those really, I don't want to call them gay ornaments, but they are like a bunch of phallic ornaments. <laughs> oh, really? He brought them with him, and he uh, insisted on those being included in his scene. That's funny. Yeah, which is kind of humorous. I have a fascination with like old school, like 50s vintage, like plastic no man Santa Clauses. That's really like that. specific. Weird. Well, I hate all that blow up shit that people have in their front oh, yard. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like the old plastic ones that oh, like have a light in them. You know, like in um, Christmas Vacation where he kicks them all over. Yes, that shit. Okay, those are really hard to come by. Just saying. Well, what's also really hard to come by is a movie with good special effects. I don't think if you're listening to this podcast and wanting that, you're going to get it with this movie. Unfortunately, yeah. no. Like, we've covered in recently a lot of great movies that had some really good practical effects. I think Krampus was the last one. That was also Holiday that had yeah. some awesome, I think it was Weta Workshop, mm-hmm. the yeah. Peter Jackson um, special effects studio that helped them. Uh, this movie did not. And I did find a few things because it, because this movie didn't have a lot of effects and gore, I wasn't able to find very much. But here's some things that interested me from the movie. You guys remember the scene where there was spiders on her face when she fell down from the attic? Yes. yes fuck that shit. I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying that they wanted to do that CGI because they didn't want to put spiders on her. Yeah. And they weren't able to get the CGI to look very well. And of course, at some point, she was just like, fuck it. Get some real spiders. I'll do it live. Whoa. Damn. I know. Do you How think they crazy have like a spider wrangler? Yeah. Well, he said, I remember staring at her, not believing I'd heard her right because Liv is such a hardcore arachnophobe. And she said, if I can save the movie that much money, let's just do it. So when you see the scene, that ain't CGI. She went through five takes hanging upside down with Huntsman spiders on her face. Oh, my God. And body. And he mentions, look up Huntsman spider if you want to appreciate how horrifying an experience this must have been for Liv. But that's just how talented Liv is. Generous, ready for anything, and ballsy. That was dope. That is no thank you. So I don't know if I wouldn't do mm, that shit. No I way. Hate spiders, but because on the we just rewatched the movie about maybe forty minutes before we started this episode, the spiders on her face are moving around. Like yeah. they're not uh, just on her body. No thank you. Ew, oh my god, look. Would at you up. rather do that or oh. like stick your hand up the cow's ass like in Raw? Look at oh, these. we're looking at huntsman spiders oh right god. now. Oh my god, they look like tarantulas. They Fuck probably that. are. Fuck They're called shit. huntsmen. Hunts in the name. So they have their faculties to kill probably They're anything. They're big, too. It also makes me wonder if, like, PETA was on set to make sure the spiders weren't harmed or something. Oh, my God. This I one is eating a lizard. <laughs> Look at this picture. That's disgusting. <gasps> I hate fucking spiders. Don't want to see it. Oh, my God. No, don't fuck you. Okay. Oh, my God. She just pointed to my <laughs> head. Jesus. Ew, get off there. Oh, that's great. Okay. Now we're all freaking <laughs> oh out about spiders. Oh, my God. That to move great. on. How do I... You know how they settled the dispute in the movie about the paint can hitting the head? Yeah. Okay. So I read an article that said, from Home Alone, where this originated from, the paint can booby trap 
would cause major damage to the face, teeth would be lost, your nose would be broken, and there would be multiple fractures to your face, but it wouldn't necessarily kill you. But is that based on like the speed and velocity? Or like, what if you like fucking threw that shit? Yeah, I think you could kill someone. Yeah, but the way he threw it off the balcony was like a, uh, not pendulum effect, but like he, it didn't go straight to him. It was yeah, like out yeah. and in. And I think at that point, like you would fuck your face up, but it'd knock over your chair and you would have a, maybe a concussion, sure. But I just don't see that making, you know, your head explode like they said in the movie. I'm just going to go ahead and say, in my mind, your head explodes, so I'm not going to try that. I don't think your head explodes. I, again, they didn't show it in the movie, which is very smart because they didn't have to. They let their imagination work for itself, and they mixed all that blood with the yellow paint that came out of the can. God, that would have been so cool, though. I think I'd, I would rather die than get... Sorry. Rather die than what? Than get a paint can to the face and like live through it and like be just. Dis- you know, disfigured. Have I'll, like your nose over here. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I mean, I'll, I'll take the paint can. I, I don't, don't know. No. Stephen Hawking. I'll take the death. Led a very excellent career after he was paralyzed. He was he, paralyzed. He wasn't ugly. How do you get? He didn't get a paint can to the face. You don't know what he went through. I don't know. Was, I forget what it was, but it was not. <laughs> it wasn't horse it was riding. A disease. That was Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a matter. disease. Um, oh. So all in all, I think they had some really good <laughs> camera angles that uh, worked for the creative kills, and they didn't have to show a lot. Um, they had the budget for what I can imagine for you know a lot of special effects, but I don't think they need to use it. Like this movie wasn't about that. Yeah, because they could have potentially ruined this movie by doing like some too much dorky ass special effects. Yeah, you know, I mean, like even, some cheesy shit. Even Krampus showed their hand a little too much. Yeah. Um, where yeah. this movie kind of relied a lot more on the I don't know what you want to call it, like some some backhanded black magic. Yeah. You yeah. Dug it. Yeah. It's not surprising to me they didn't, like, ball out on special effects because the movie was only a limited release. Okay. Uh, it opened on October 8th, 2017, and ended up only grossing 20K in the U.S. And I think, what would you say, 100? I guess 188 worldwide, so 20K in U.S. and like 160, 160 internationally. Like, you could buy a few couches with that money. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Several. Um, I couldn't find any budget information like a lot of the movies we've covered that don't bring in a lot of money. It's hard to find that kind of stuff. Um, but we did... I'll read something from the director saying that it was around, would you say a million? Well, it said it was a bit over undocumented, which undocumented's first movie was made with $1.4, $1.5 million. Okay. Modest. Hopefully not much more after that. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, they definitely lost some money here. Who knows? Time might tell something different because you do have to rent this shit. Yeah. I had to pay four ninety nine to rent it. Well, you should get Shutter, and then you don't I'm have. Yeah. Sorry, you paid four ninety nine a month to watch this. I pay four dollars a month to watch that as is many horror movies as I want. It's I worth watched it. one of those horror movies today while we we're waiting through this episode. And it was shit. Okay, but all Phantasms are on there. That's all the Stephen King shit is on there. All the good shit is on there. Just saying. Okay, okay. we'll see. Hashtag Shutter. So, like a lot of the cast, this movie is also Aussie, too. It was filmed at Fox Studios in Sydney. Oh. Yeah. Throw a shrimp on the bobby. Throw another shrimp on the bobby. There you go. So cute. Ash, this uh, this didn't make a lot of money, so how did the critics like it? I'm guessing... I mean, it did pretty damn good. It got an 88 on the tomato meter. Really? really? Yeah. 88 on the tomato meter. Yeah, 66% audience score. Okay. There's a bit of a difference there. But, yeah, but still. Um, I've got some fun quotes. So Entertainment Weekly says, Peckover's sharp directing keeps things nicely nasty without ever going too far over the top 
Though it's possible some gore-averse Scrooges might disagree. If you want to gift yourself a holiday film that decks the halls with blood, this is one to put under you, the tree. I disagree. This guy had fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Macias. I don't necessarily think this is like a holiday uh, classic. It's not like no. a splatter it happens either. happens to be a horror movie that's clever that just is during the Christmas time. Yeah, uh, so the rap said, delightfully unpredictable and surprisingly shocking. This is the kind of wintry wickedness that will see you through both Halloween and Christmas, especially if you like those holiday flavors together. Okay. I think that one's okay. Yeah. Um, and then I got one from San Francisco Chronicle, a horror quote-unquote comedy about a deranged 12-year-old boy with a script that feels like it was written by a deranged 12-year-old boy. Okay, Ooh. fuck you, San Francisco Chronicle. That seems a little harsh. Yeah, his rent's probably too much. Because uh, I didn't think any of like the dialogue or anything was bad. No. Seemed real to me. Yeah. It seemed... would be because I have a brain of a 12-year-old boy. I don't know. Maybe Mr. San Francisco Chronicle hasn't gotten laid or invited to any Christmas parties in a while. Probably not. That's what I'm thinking. So people love the twists and the mix of gore and Christmas, even though there wasn't that much gore. And at the, in the same token, those who did not like it thought it was too gory. What? How is that I saw so many like like negative like responses of people who were like, "This is, this is just nasty." It's not enough. I thought the same. And I'm thinking maybe those people didn't realize what they were getting themselves into. Oh, that yeah. it's like they're looking for a holiday movie, but they didn't realize that it was dark. Maybe, but it's like try out Brain Dead. Come back. See, see by that gore. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, no. It's this weird. Is like, this is like not even the minor leagues of gore. Right. No. This is like some little league shit. Yes. And uh, we talked about gore that was like, you know, major league stuff from Evil Dead, the new one. We're talking about Brain Dead. Like, yeah. Well, what are you, you going to do saying this is gory? Yeah. Um, we only have one tagline. Only one. And it is, you might be home, but you're not alone. Oh. It's ill-fitting to me. I think so. doesn't go with the plot because, anyway, we've already discussed the plot, but it just doesn't fit. How about you might want to fuck your babysitter, but you can't. Or you should have known that he was a fucking psycho because you've been babysitting him since he was seven. Yeah. That like, would have fit really well in the posters. <laughs> But before we get done, I have a quick surprise quadrant of inquiries question for surprise. you guys. You know, um, if you guys were in Santa's workshop, you're acting as elves. You have to uh, kill, let's say, a pedophile. Let's say someone that deserves to be killed, tortured, whatever you want to say. You can't use any tools from Santa's workshop shed, but you can use the toys. So you are allowed to gather two different toys from the workshop to uh you know execute your torture or kill what would you choose okay i have two different scenarios okay two different scenarios Go one ahead. for a non-pedophile would just be take the ribbon from the presents and i would uh bind their hands and their feet like an x make them stand like an x okay does that make sense like yeah. jesus christ kind of but more of an x not straight out well just the crucifix is actually better. more of an X than the traditional cross that we see in uh, biblical literature. Good to know. So <laughs> he would be tied up, she, he, whatever. And then I would grab as many like candy canes as I could. Yeah. And shove them deep into somebody's mouth until okay. they suffocated. Ah. Now, if, if. He's a pedophile. If he's a pedo. Pedophile. I'm shoving him straight up the ass. 
what about the meat is whole? Until he bleeds out. Or he wow. comes. I don't think that would happen. Okay. Might. Might have an Albert Fish on your hands. Ooh. Macias, would you like me to go next? Sure. Okay. Well, mine, my two toys are going to be Legos and Marbles. You guys hear me out? I hear okay. you. Okay. So I'm going to get a big warehouse and uh, I'm going to use some honey. I'm going to put it all over the floor. So you imagine this, you know, all this honey, all these bees have been slaving away for their queen, making all this honey. I've collected it into a bottle. I've sprayed it all over the floor. It's sticky. It's, it's nice. It's sweaty. And then I'm going to throw a bunch of Legos all over the floor. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever played with Legos, but can you imagine how bad it is to step on one? Yeah, yes. they suck. Okay. I have. Awful. So it's even worse when you stand them up long ways. Oof. Yeah, not just on the flat surface, but long ways up. So they mm -hmm. have a bunch of honey, long ways Legos across the warehouse floor. Now, I'm going to strip them nude, and I'm going to push them into this warehouse. I'm going to get my little BB gun that's so happens to be fed with marbles. I'm going to shoot them. They're going to be chased around this warehouse, stepping on Legos until their feet bleed to death. And then I'll just, you know, shoot them to death with marbles. Jesus. You That's, know? Did you get this idea because you found a screw in your shoe this morning? How did you Whoa. know? Yeah, I got to work this morning and I kept hearing like a step, step, step. Look down. There's a goddamn screw it was like, in oh my, my gosh. shoe. That was a fat ass screw, too. I know. It didn't reach all the way to my foot. Luckily, but like I pulled it out and this is like really sharp screw. Wow. Like, imagine if that was a Lego with honey and I was a pedophile. Yeah, oh, that'd, no. That'd have been too much. You'd have been a goner. Yeah. Okay. Macias, how about you? I'm pretty sure kids still want baseball bats for Christmas. Ooh, yes. So I'd probably just do. bash his brains in and <laughs> break his legs with baseball bat, shatter his shin bone. What are you going to compliment Ooh. it with? You have another toy you could use. Um, see, I was initially thinking you could like bash him in the head with an etch a sketch, so I gotta think of something else now. Etch a sketch, Ooh, I mean, I like you could just too. take fucking ornaments and smash them into his face. You could take ornaments and oh no, they would shatter when you hit him with a bat. Well, maybe they would shatter into his face. Yeah, you could put the ornaments on their face and smash with a bat. Okay, yeah, that's okay. probably the bloodiest. Yeah, so the horny horror Christmas would comprise baseball bats, ornaments, Legos, marbles, ribbon. And candy canes? Yes. Okay. I like that. That's a Sounds good like a great gift time. basket. Yeah. We'd okay. be the best elves. Yeah, we'd probably murder. murder. Uh, yeah. Let's take a break and we'll get back to you guys with the ratings. On to our favorite section. Let's get into the ratings. As always, we have 11 horror variables. You've listened enough. Let's just jump into it. Let's get into jump scares. We gave this movie a 36% for jump scares. There were a couple. Yeah, there were some. I think in the closet, when you don't know yet, she yeah. looks over. Yeah. Or like in the beginning, there's like something that ran out in front of her car or some shit. I don't remember. There were a few clever ones, but they weren't necessarily scary. Yeah. For soundtrack, we gave this a 46%. I fucking hate Christmas sounding music. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's not great, but. Bleeding you know. in my ears. For gore, 40%. Yeah. yeah. We discussed throughout this whole movie, there is not a lot of gore. No. It's not a gory holiday movie. No. If you want that, maybe go to Black Christmas. Yeah. A little more from that, and that's what forty years before this. Yeah, so you know, I gotta watch that again. Yeah, Black Christmas. I don't know if it had that much gore. No, it, it had the barbed wire scene. That's Suspiria. That's Suspiria. <laughs> Whoa, Black yeah. Christmas Crossover. had the chick Oops. with the bag on her head and the rocking yeah. chair. Okay, but definitely more scary movie. Yeah, yeah. for shock value, it's about fifty percent. Yeah, it's, uh, oh yeah, I would say because the twist was pretty shocking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's worth the but fifty. But aside from that, it's not like uh, you know. 
crazy revelation I've, that happened. I mean, there's not animal sacrifice or anything. I was yeah. really no. shocked that he killed everybody. I really yeah. was. Yeah. I wasn't I expecting that. That is also kind of shocking. And like slapping her down the fucking stairs. I didn't see that shit coming. No. Uh-uh. no did not. For suspense, not a very suspenseful movie. Once you get past 20 minutes of the movie, you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, you're, you are reliving how the kid's going to do it, but, you know, you know he's going to try to get away with it. Yeah. For monster slash killer appeal, we're talking about a 12-year-old boy. 46%. I thought he was great killer. Yeah, he he had good creepy vibes. You gave this a two, Macias. Okay, but, <laughs> you know, that was a week ago. This is me today. Okay. 46%. Seven years older. Seven days older. You have a good (laughs) vibe to it. I get that. For special effects, again, it's 36%. It's not saying that the special effects are bad, just that this movie did not need a very large amount of gore or special effects. You know, it worked in the plot a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Plot driven movie. For horniness, we were at 20%. That's fine. Now, yeah, it's hard to say horny over a bunch of kids. Got to say, Dacre's cute as shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's wearing a flat build backwards hat with money signs hey, on I it. I can yeah. get past that. Take those clothes off and Oof. he's beautiful. Oof. Okay, well, I have not seen him with his clothes off, so I can't say. Mm. But that's fine. You guys you guys be you. you know, Ooh, do how be you us. do. For scariness, this is the lowest grade of the movie at 23%. Yeah. Not very scary. No. no. Didn't no. need to be. I could yeah. watch it. If I can watch it right before bed, then it's not scary. No. And did you watch this right before bed? I sure did. Okay. There you go. Uh, for acting, we gave this a 76%. Yeah. 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 Did Everyone a good did job. great. They all did good. Yeah. That never really happens. Not in no, our movies. Not in most of our movies, but like the, the children from The Visit, you know, the stoner, yeah. the sister, what is her name? Uh, Liz or... Olivia Dejange. She did yeah. a good job. Yeah. Very good job. Seasoned... Young actors. Yeah. For plot, we were very high on this. The highest grade was an 86% for plot. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty good storyline. I loved the storyline. You definitely didn't see it coming. No. It was like a Shyamalan movie, except if he lets you know what was going on in the beginning and it wasn't shitty for the rest of the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. Let's get into individual ratings. I'll go first. I gave this movie a 70% myself. Um... I enjoyed it. Out of all the holiday movies we've covered so far this year, my favorite movie thus far, it threw me for a loop, it hooked me in, and then it made me love again. <laughs> you guys know that feeling? Yeah. Oh, I sure do. You know, I fell for fell for Liv. I fell for the kid that was, you know, trying to kill them all because I, I know his pain Yeah. as a 12-year-old myself sometimes, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to kill. Yeah. When I have sex with babysitter, too. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be stressful. You look at porn categories. There's yeah. definitely oh, a lot yeah. of people God. that still just want to have sex with babysitter, but they are far past 12 years old. Yikes. Yeah. So 70% for me. Good job. I like the fresh director. Um, I'm going to go on to Ash. You just change your score to 70%. I guess to emulate me. I don't know. What would you yeah, say? I didn't know you had that. But yeah, this is my favorite holiday movie we've done so far. I was really pleasantly surprised and happy that there's a decent holiday horror movie that's not Gremlins. Here you go. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously Gremlins is the shit, but this was like a new movie that was good. And we've been, I mean, I know I've been watching a lot of like holiday horror movies lately and they're fucking terrible. Cool. So 70%. Macias, you gave us a 75. What oh, do wow. you want to say about that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I like this movie. Um, It's always nice to get like a twist where you just, I really... In movies now, it's like when you watch so many, and especially like nowadays, I don't know if it's nowadays or just that I'm 30 years old, but 
it's hard to like have something like surprise you and it really did and it was just like a cool little story i just had no idea this little kid was gonna be such a psycho yeah and he was really convincing yeah he was very convincing like especially man giving someone a paint can to the face he was like ruthless yeah killing his best friend yeah um and it was just i don't know it was just a fun movie even like like most like plot twists, like horror movies, it seems to happen at the end. And the fact yeah. that this one like happened in the beginning and it was still interesting, I yeah. thought it was like mad cute. It just takes a hard left in like 20, 30 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. And they even set itself up with the pizza man coming in. You thinking it's like a pizza man. And, yeah. and, and even in the very beginning when she almost hits a cat, you see a car that That's pulls out was, behind yeah. her right. that seems to be following her. Guess what? It's just a, It's just a shot. Yeah, just make you paranoid. Yeah. The, 12, the twelve year olds not driving yeah. a car. They're just they just keep misleading you. Yeah, which is clever. I'll give them that. Uh, so overall, we gave this movie a seventy one percent. I think it's the highest holiday horror this year, which is nice because this is our last holiday horror movie of the season. For number of kills, we gave this a three. There were three kills, correct? We had the boyfriend killed, the ex boyfriend killed, and the stoner friend killed. Yes. Yes. Okay. Remember, sex scenes, zero sex scenes. Thank God. All kids would have been kind of weird if there was yeah. a sex scene. I mean, they're not really good. I uh, know. Uh, okay. Number of jump scares. I was like, there's like one to three. Yeah. Yeah. I counted your, a few. Uh, there's a couple. Yeah. Okay. For number of explosions, there was zero. Yeah. Yeah. Could always. Oh. I, I could have. I could have done with an explosion. Yeah. Yeah, that'd been nice. Um, for number of monsters, we had one. I maybe say two if you think the uh, the stoner kid kind of a monster too he's a sheep he was complicit yeah he was complicit but he he could have been like a one and a half i didn't think he knew where it was going to go that extreme no i'll say one and a half i think that's a good point he was complicit enough to have her and ex-boyfriend or sorry her and her boyfriend strapped down in a chair that's true i think i mean i i wonder like if he what he wanted was maybe like to get her drunk and like rape like have like him rape her I'm, i don't know what their goal was there yeah because obviously either. the ex-boyfriend i feel like w- was not supposed to show he up he did Point some shotguns at people too. So, was a shotgun yeah. even loaded? Yeah, but know. I don't it think you matter. I don't think he would have killed anyone. So, as we get in and out of the Christmas season into a new year of episodes, we're going to take a little break. But don't worry, we're the exact same thing last year. And we're going to enjoy our individual holidays and get back to releasing episodes for you guys on January eighth with a movie to be announced before that. You guys cool with that? Cool, yeah. Yeah, we've got some ideas cooking. We have some great ideas for kind of a new year for 2019. And from the bottom of our heart, I think I can say this for all of us, we want to thank you guys for a great 2018. Yes. This was our first full year of releasing episodes, and we released a shitload of episodes. Yes, thank you, you so much. Happy, wait, Merry Christmas? Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy, holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. All that stuff. Yeah, Happy New Year. We don't care about your religious persuasion. We yeah. want all to be happy, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Happy Snow um, Day. And as always, thanks for listening. Feel free to contact us at hornyhorror at gmail.com with any, anything. You know, if you want to find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, make sure to watch the next movie we will release on January 8th. We will let you know on social media. And if you want to contact us, do it. Area. Do it. Do it. But have a good Christmas. Yay!